else you want to talk about? Uh, how about some? I would like to talk about an uplifting topic. Um, let's talk about politics. <laughs> yeah, uplifting. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Um, I don't know how uplifting that is, but <laughs> it's not. I was being extremely sarcastic when I said that. Um, yeah, my. I've been watching and, and catching the news. First of all, CNN, please stop thanking ever every person that reports on some story and saying great reporting. That is so annoying. They're doing their job. Uh, do they also have to put a picture of their book next to whatever quote it is or screenshot, you know, headshot of them talking? God, it's so. <laughs> Everybody has a book. Like, I get it. Nobody cares. Nobody like you. The the thing about I I've been thinking about, and this is a tangent, but um, yeah, tangent. The thing about journalists that kind of amazes me is that they're experts in everything, but like doers of nothing, and like it's kind of annoying. It, you're you're an expert on politics, but you've never held an office. You're an expert on blah, but and I'm not saying that they're not. I always think of Bob Costas, never been a mm -hmm. professional athlete, but one of the, the greatest minds in analyzing a lot of sports, not just any particular one, but yeah, very well versed. And I, and I respect Bob Costas for that. And I think that that is a, he's an example of somebody in journalism, especially sports journalism that I respect. Um, general news. Are you saying general news you don't respect Bob Costas's take on it? Or you... Oh, that too. Like <laughs> okay. I never want Bob Costas's opinion on something political. It's just like I don't want Bamani Jones or I don't want uh uh Smith. I I don't want to hear their take on Paul. I don't care. Like I just don't care. Stephen A Smith was on a show a couple weeks ago giving his take on. Now, as an individual, his view is important. Right, but sure. he's only giving his opinion because he's Stephen A. Smith, right? And I don't know Stephen A. Smith for politics. I know him for talking shit about everything else, so I'm really not that interested. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I mean, and I'll uh, disagree that I don't, I don't, I I don't mind hearing some political talk from Bomani Jones, but that's because. He's somebody that I feel has shown himself to be educated enough to be able to speak on the things. Like he doesn't just talk out the side of his ass for the sake of talking. That's not my argument. He should not be um, the person that a news station decides to bring in for their opinion on. Ah, I respect his opinion. I, and I agree with a lot. Of, like I agree. Yeah. With but he's saying. like the stand in black guy. Like, yeah, did I you, did we need somebody to talk about black things. Is yeah. Bomani Jones available? <laughs> Joining us now, the perfect person to talk about that, Bomani Jones. Look, there were 650,000 emails. Is John Gruden the person who said the most salacious thing in all those emails? Oh, no, I mean, it's like trying to make a safe cigarette. That's just not really how this works, how this game works. And part of why people watch is the fact that it's not safe. My opinion on that is still true. It's like, look, you're an expert in sports.
and people they look to you for sports opinions not political it's important but don't do that <laughs> it just bothers me it's like yeah why is this your wheelhouse and it's a true example of those that can't do teach right uh i look at all these like um especially on cnn that's predominantly where i watch a lot of my national news and it's it's like they're stroking their own egos which I think they're stroking brings, more than that. Yeah, which brings me to my next topic. Joe Biden is older. <laughs> we, I think well, we all older knew that. than what? I don't know, but he's not forty-five. He's not thirty-four. He's not thirty-eight. He he's older than most other people running for president. Mm-hmm. Fuck your polls. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> it's like yeah i think we all know that he's older than most people running for president nobody's really talking about that and i and i i i get concerned when i hear these arguments that Amer- like they'll, they'll have a poll and they'll say americans say mm. I, nobody called me and asked me what i thought i promise you they didn't I, they they did not ask me what i thought or what I think. And so I get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I get, I get kind of irritated with like, you know, remember 2016 when Trump became president, it's because of the media. No, no, no. I've blocked that from. Yes, of course. Trump goes away without the media. Yeah. I mean, the, the argument is that Trump never really wanted to be president in the first place. The only reason that he even had a quote unquote campaign to run and that he did any of that was to try and basically fluff his brand and put it back in the spotlight. But then all the other candidates were such dipshits and the media was just like, did you see what Donald Trump did? Did you see what Donald Trump did? Did you see what Donald Trump did that? He sucked all the room air out of the room for everybody else. And so then you had him up against the one of the more most flawed candidates, maybe in Hillary Clinton, because people didn't like Bill and people didn't people felt like it was, uh, you know, the Clinton dynasty. Never mind, you know, the Bushes, but or never mind the Kennedys, right? Or the Roosevelt's. But I mean, I, I. Yeah, I think they get in the way of politics. I, I don't think that their whatever their mission is is very clear, and it's 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 very annoying. I, and their polls are fucking. It's like when I was in real estate, my mentor told me because uh, I was preparing my first listing presentation, and he goes, "You know what they say about uh, charts, right?" I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "But what's your point? What they say about charts is in in quote unquote data." You can make them say whatever you want to say. Like it's all subjective. And the person that creates a chart or a graph or a report, they know that. Their job is not to give you unbiased data. It's to convince right. you. It's to confirm a uh, your 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 bias. What so what the fuck do we think polls are? <laughs> like, you know. It's nothing. I actually, I saw a headline the other day that said a majority of Americans believe made up poll numbers. 
That's probably true. <laughs> it is, but I also made that up. So <laughs> if you believed it, I gotcha. Like Vivek Ramaswamy. Fuck, Fuck that, guy. that guy. He's the, they call him Trump 2.0. And I'm like, no, not even Trump. Well, actually, Trump is that stupid. Um, he's just a, a nitwit. And he never answers a question. <laughs> Did you see the, um, there was an interview with him on MSNBC? Where like he just absolute flat out like refused to answer the question. No, and, and we you're need to be question. able to tell the what difference in Donald this country. Trump do, no, I'm not avoiding in your, your view, that was downright abhorrent. Second time, I think that the thing that I would have done differently if I were in his shoes. Not, I'll ask that, it a third that's time. exactly the thing what I would have done. What did Trump do that was egregious? Quote downright abhorrent and a danger to democracy. Can you just explain to our viewers your words? So, 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 so you're, you're mixing two different quotes, but what did I think was reprehensible about what happened that day? You keep saying no, what you would have done. I this just want to hear from your mouth. No, no, I would unless not, you're scared of him, yeah. why won't you maybe, say what maybe, he did that was maybe, downright I'm not abhorrent? Gonna, I'm not, I want you to answer my question, Vivek. Three maybe, times I've asked it. That what is did Trump reply, do that and, was and, downright abhorrent? It's a yes. simple question. It's your words. It's on screen. I think what did he do that was downright abhorrent? Refused to answer the question beyond saying what it was that he would do differently or claiming that the single quote was actually multiple quotes that were stitched together to make him sound like he was trash talking Donald Trump. I, I saw a clip of him and he was with his wife and he says, when I'm, you know, as president, I will do this. No, no, as president, my job is I'm like, but you're not president. Right. I'm like, who told you that you actually even won, won, won the nomination? to our president of the United States. He's cosplaying his whole, his whole shit is cosplay. Yeah. It's it. Um, let's see who else. Nikki Haley at the uh, Republican uh, debate. The truth is that Biden didn't do this to us. Our Republicans did this to us too. When they passed that $2.2 trillion COVID stimulus bill, they left us with 90 million people on Medicaid, 42 million people on food stamps. They need to stop the spending. They need to stop the borrowing. They need to eliminate the earmarks that the Republicans brought back in. And they need to make sure they understand these are taxpayer dollars. It's not their dollars. They all voted to raise the debt. And Donald Trump added $8 trillion to our debt. And our kids are never going to forgive us for this. You look at the 2024 budget. Republicans asked for 7.4 billion in earmarks. Democrats asked for 2.8 billion. So you tell me who are the big spenders. I think it's time for an accountant in the White House. It's not. It's not Joe Biden's fault that we're fucking broke as shit. It's Donald Dude. Trump and every Republican that's been in office for the last 30 the years. Yeah, yeah whatever she said. Oh, so if you haven't, if this is your first time ever listening to this podcast, there was a time in life I was a registered Republican. There was a time in my life I was a registered uh, Democrat. Both were utter mistakes. Dark periods. Dark periods of my life. <laughs> <clears throat> but but then he's seen the light. And now I'm an independent. And I think they both equally suck. Um, I just, Some just suck equally more than others. Sure, and and they are entitled <laughs> to do all the sucking they want to do. 
Uh, I'm not a libertarian because I do enjoy good roads. I would love for ambulances to come to my house if there was an issue. Um, you can't pick and choose where you get uh, tax dollars spent. Um, well, you can if you get school choice, but which is a a disaster. Um, so Sorry, I know we talked about that last time, so we don't have to go like down the big rabbit yeah, hole God, on that. It's but. A disaster. What the fuck? <laughs> um, so anyway, so to the- ooh, 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 I have another one. Yeah. Unless you wanted to say more about Nikki Haley. I, I think she did a great job at the debate. Yeah, I thought so, too. Uh, probably the best performance of any of those assholes. I, I think, and I'll be quite honest, like, if she was a legit candidate, I'd probably consider voting for her. Because I don't think she is completely attached to most of the stupidity of the the broader GOP. No. Uh, although she is white passing. And she tries to play that to her advantage. Um, like her and Vivek were going back and forth about who's more Indian. <laughs> and that shit was cracking me up. I, like, I didn't see that part. Yeah. So like Google uh, Vivek calling her by her uh, her given name. First of all, I was born with Nikki on my birth certificate. I was raised as Nikki. I married a Haley. And so that is what my name is. So he can say or misspell or do whatever he wants. He's a dumb piece of shit. Like, not dumb in his business acumen. Right. He's more successful than Donald Trump is. But everything else, he's just dumb. Like, if you vote for him because, oh, he's young. He gives a fresh point of view. The fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, that was, you know, not the young part, but that was the argument for Donald Trump, right? Was, oh, he's an outsider. He doesn't think like a politician. He just says whatever's on his mind. He's like, okay, that should concern you it, <laughs> when you hear the things that are coming out of his mouth. Like, if that's, what's, if that's the only things that are on his mind, then like, what are we dealing with here, folks? Well, to be to be fair, um, I, I think there is a uh, there are flaws in our democracy, and I, I really believe we're one nut job away from like being a third world country, right? Um, we as a country decided to vote for Donald Trump. Somehow, he became the president of the United States. And a, an observation I made yesterday <laughs> is that if you ever look, can you find a picture of Donald Trump with his chin showing? He looks like he's got a vagina on his neck. JJ. Yeah, but JJ. And that's who he is. He's a big old pussy neck. That's what that's, he's a walking, talking, overweight pussy neck. Um, and why would we want a guy with a pussy neck to run our country? They call this fat clown an alpha male. Are you kidding me? But they have all those pictures, the Photoshop pictures of like Trump, you know, on the head of like a super jacked guy. With, he's uh, holding with like all the these... 15s and shit. Yeah. Or he's got all these tattoos and he's a clown. He's, he's an embarrassment to. Just in general, uh, just the soul of, I hate to use that, but like, 
who are we as a country if we really take this guy seriously? Like, I, well, but see, like, that's what I wonder, right? Because I think I, for one, did not take him seriously at all, right? The whole campaign. Like the moment that he won the Republican nomination, I'm like, well, that's over. But you have Hillary. Hillary's going to be the next. Yeah, right. Yeah. No. And I get that. And then with all the stuff with Comey and the emails and I get it. For me, it wasn't, I'm just it saying wasn't that, the emails. It was her. It was. Yeah. No, I'm not saying for you, but I'm just for a lot of people. That, so, anyways. I just I never took him seriously. Then he became president. And it was like, all right, well, as much as I really dislike pretty much everything about this person, I will try to give him like the benefit of the doubt or an opportunity at least to do the job and see how he does. And we sat there January or December of 2019, was it? I'll be perfectly honest, right? In 2016, I... I thought maybe this is the end of the world. <laughs> there was a part of me in the back of my brain. It was like, this guy's just going to walk on in the, into the office and he's just going to go, ah, fuck it. And push the button. Like, you know, like that was kind of, I, and I don't know why, because obviously he has his own self-preservation in mind. He doesn't want the world destroyed. He can't make billions or, or millions of dollars if, you know, there isn't money flowing everywhere. So Obviously, you know, it's in his best interest to not ruin things while he's there, but um, things have not gone as poorly as I anticipated. Now, granted, that bar was set pretty low, considering yeah, I thought it was the end of the world, world but, or we're okay. <laughs> um, I mean, it, yeah, it's but but if I'm being 100% perfectly honest, in the grand scheme of things, it has not been as bad as I thought it would be. I mean, the fact, honestly, that he didn't kill all of us. But he doesn't is, have the power. It's not to. an accomplishment. He no, I know. He doesn't have the power. You know to. what I mean. It, it's just the the. Uh, for me, what Trump did was make me just kind of think, man, we don't. People don't know how this country works. Yes, just, there was certainly a lot of confirmation of that. Like we just have people. Like we literally had people that like I know people. People I really enjoy hanging around with it say Trump was good for the economy. I'm like, can you please explain to me how that is true? And they have no answer. Well, uh, economy was good when Trump was in office. Again, that's what frustrates me. Numbers big means good. <laughs> it's just sorry. I'm not trying to insult your friends. I just yeah, like, like please tell me how that's true, please. Well, right. we're safe. What do you mean we're safe? The economy's great. But the, America is dangerous now, right? It's not safe to be in America anywhere. It's, Did you know that Chicago? <laughs> bitch, where you live? Chicago. At? <laughs> literally, everybody in Chicago has been murdered. They're all dead. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> Every single person. The border is secure. He built the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He built the wall. It was like wait no 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 the border was secure but then as soon as Joe Biden became president, um, he magically like parts of the wall just disappeared. It was twenty yards. It was even a yeah. fucking wall. It was a deck. It wasn't even like not only that, but then didn't we like 
the, the stupid oh we'll do these like they had slats slats <laughs> right and they were close <laughs> enough that people couldn't really get through them but you and i sat here and watched that video of the guys who figured out how to scale it it's like they just have a little like grappling hook and they throw it up and they climb up and they have that ladder. Yeah, they, if you can bring a ladder in the joint, like you're not doing anything, yo. Uh, no. So the the only serious candidate in my mind is Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. I just found out today, thanks to your um, your, your brilliant reporting. See what I did there, CNN? Uh, that Tim Scott is black. <laughs> I didn't think you knew. Well, no, I'll take that back. I was pretty sure you knew. I'm not sure that the rest of America knew. Tim Scott is uh, the blind racist from the Chappelle show. Black power! When I think of Tim Scott, that's who I think of. <laughs> um, I think I'm just going to let you handle this topic. <laughs> For my own sake and safety. Yo, that nigga don't know he's black, man. He's this this clown says racism doesn't exist in the United States. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. Well, to be fair, he and Lindsey Graham are very good friends. Hopefully not too good. Tim and I uh, have a, a good relationship. I, I love Tim Scott. He he says that uh, I mean, look, man. Every black person's got their own deal, and I and I I respect that. Um, we all have our own struggle. I respect that. The fact of the matter is, there are obstacles you face if you're not white in this country, and the, if you can't acknowledge that, I can't trust you. That's the most racist thing you've ever said. Okay, then I, then I guess I'm racist. How dare you? Yeah. You know, what do you expect? If you just keep talking about the problem, <laughs> it's it's not just going to magically go away then. But if we just ignore it, or not even ignore it, but we just don't say it out loud. Yep, and that has not worked. I mean, Martin Luther King straight up said that, you know, a year after the the march in Washington, that to paraphrase, he was being naive, you know, um, Malcolm X and, and many others had the, the, the bigger threat to the Negro is a liberal white man. There's a reason for that. And I'm not even being like, mean i'm just saying like yeah as long as you don't have to worry about like tension in your everyday life bad stuff can still happen but the reality is like we need to address the bad stuff like why is it that fill in the blank and, and fix it as a as a community as a as a society that's real yeah. i'm not saying and i never say every white person is bad but i i will say that they are the purveyors of bad shit to non-whites in this country. You know, I was listening to the news today and apparently Mexico is on the verge of having their first female president. They have two candidates of their, of their two major parties that have elected two women to run the country. 
they have rules and laws that make sure there is not just diversity for diversity's sakes, but equity in le the leadership of the country. But yet we as Americans, and I'm proud to be an American to some, to some extent, feel that Mexico is a backwards third world country. There, yeah. Women didn't have the right to vote until 1953 in Mexico. Mm -hmm. But they have, their number is 17 or seven. It starts with a seven or has a seven. <laughs> in um, diverse uh, leadership of, of their, at a national level. We're number 75. Mm -hmm. What does that tell you about some of the bullshit we're on? That, I mean, it's a fair question. And it's like, I have to retract a previous statement because that is now the most racist thing you've ever said. Andre. Why is that racist? <laughs> I, well, because I think what you're implying is that if you're an old white dude, you get to be in leadership in America. And while that may have historically been true, and it may even still currently be true, there's an opportunity for it to not be true in the future, but not if you keep fucking talking about it. So we just have to wait for everybody to <laughs> take a nap at a podium? And a string of... I'm sorry, I had a hard time hearing you. That's okay. What are your thoughts on running for re-election in 2026? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's good. I mean, do you, do you buy the crap from the the Senate doctor or whatever? No, no. It was like, oh, he's perfectly fine. He didn't have a stroke you or had anything. The, uh, the presidential doctors say that he that Trump was didn't have COVID. Like, so yeah. why would I? Well, that and that he was the most fit specimen that he'd ever. Yeah. He had clowns telling people that he was intelligent. Like, he had this four year old thinking he was. I, I remember seven words, and nobody's ever done that before. So, the last time I was at the hospital, probably a year ago, a little less than a year ago, I asked the doctor, I said, Is there some kind of a cognitive test that I could take? Because I've been hearing about it because I want to shut these people up. Like, I'll do an interview with you. you I didn't say, you can't ask me about this. You, I, I say, ask me anything. I did one with Chris Wallace. He was nice enough to say. He said, I just want to tell the audience there was no question that's off bounds, OK? And he's a tough cookie. If you're in the office of the presidency, we have to be sure. So they were saying all these different things. It was going all over. Whichever stuck, none of it stuck, fortunately. But one of the reasons it didn't is that I took a test. And it was 30 or 35 questions. The first questions are very easy. The last questions are much more difficult. Like you'll go person, woman, man, camera, TV. So they say, could you repeat that? So I said, yeah. Okay, that's very good. If you get it in order, you get extra points. If you, okay, now he's asking you other questions, other questions, and then 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later, they say, remember the first question? Not the first. Give us that again. Can you do that again? And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. If you get it in order, you get extra points. 
He said, nobody gets it in order. It's actually not that easy. But for me, it was easy. And that's not an easy question. In other words, they ask it to you. They give you five names, and you have to repeat them. And that's okay. But then when you go back about 20, 25 minutes later, and they say, go back to that question. They don't tell you this. Go back to that question and repeat them. Can you do it? And you go, person, woman, man, camera, TV. I do it because I have, like, a good memory, because I'm cognitively there. Now, Joe should take that test, because something's going on. And, and I say this with respect, but we can't take a chance of it happening. When you're dealing with Russia, when you, and there's nobody been tougher to Russia than me, nobody been tougher to China than me, I can tell you right now, they would love to see Joe Biden instead of Trump. If this person isn't sharp, because I can tell you, President Xi is sharp. President Putin is sharp. Erdogan is sharp. You don't have any non-sharp people that you're dealing with, and we can't have somebody that's not 100 percent. You know, if you take this test, we may have to reveal it. I said, it's all right. I mean, is it tough? Tell me about it. I'd never heard of it. And I got a perfect mark. And the doctors were they said very few people can do it, but it's not that easy. But as soon as they announced my score and that test, all the stuff went away about me. Is he competent? Remember, they're talking about 25th Amendment and nonsense. And they said, person, woman, man, camera, TV. So, no. And I don't, Mitch McConnell is not somebody I wish ill will on, but. Yeah, homie, you gotta like. If it were me, I would want to take the my remaining days and spend it with my family. I wouldn't be worried about the circle jerks in the in the freaking Senate. But do you think that that's how Mitch McConnell thinks? And do you think that Mitch McConnell is like, I want to spend time with my family? <laughs> Hold on, let me get back to you. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> uh, I would just die if somebody did like a Photoshop of that and put like a turtle <laughs> shell on him. And when he freezes, like his neck just goes inside the turtle shell. They're just Senator, Senator, did you hear the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I I know. I'm I feel not that bad because it's fucking Mitch McConnell and he's a total piece of shit. So well, there's that. I mean, and like, uh, there's some people you hate to see it though. You really do. Like I'm being legitimate. It, it sucks to watch people go through that kind of stuff publicly. And whether it's his wife or anybody in his family or, you know, his inner circle, somebody should be, trying to convince him if they aren't already that he needs to step yeah, it's time down. to sunset man there's nothing wrong with that like uh you probably have a few few good years left um i heard somebody say that he wanted freeze tag <laughs> <laughs> and i i shouldn't laugh but god damn that's funny that's fucking funny it's like uh ruth beta oh god Bader. Bader Ginsburg. 
Democrats. No, you mean Ruth Al- Ruth Alpha Ginsburg? Yeah, she should have like retired, yo. I mean, she spent a minute in the hospital for a while. Like, she should have done the right thing yeah. and just retired. And now, Democrats are crying about that shit. And it's like, no, but you totally played yourself. I mean, I think we are going to have to just put age and term limits on the ballots. And yeah. don't do it at a federal level. It ain't going to work. Do it at a state-by-state no. state level. Yep. Yeah, that's all that matters, yep. right? I mean, yeah, the Supreme Court. But even then, like, the Supreme Court, the current makeup of it is essentially saying States. that Congress has no authority to <laughs> to regulate the Supreme Court in any way, shape, or form. And it's like... So what do you do then? Like, we are the all-knowing, all-powerful <laughs> Supreme Court. You cannot challenge us. We are unchallengeable. You get homie, like taking free um, rides yeah. everywhere. Private private jets, fr- flights, and you know. But yeah, I mean it's. But no, I mean there's no conflict of interest there. And he asked somebody. <laughs> I I asked Jimmy. I wow. said, Jimmy, do I need to put this on the form? And Jimmy was he like, Alito. I'm just the janitor, man. Like, the- oh yeah, even better. I asked Alito, and Alito was like, Are nah, you good, homie? How did How did you get it there? <laughs> Alito's like. Homie, don't even say nothing. Don't snitch. <laughs> so you got the the crook asking the thief what they should do next. Yeah. Come on, yeah. I, I can't even rock with that. And it, so it's just it's 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 not that people have lower confidence in our institutions. It's just that the institutions that should not exist, the people that are in these institutions that should not be there, continue to influence shit for everybody else so i just want to say thank you for all the people that subscribe and listen to the chris and show we're, we're very glad and grateful that you listen and you've subscribed um we're going to get on a regular cadence uh please go to the chris and andre show or chris and andre show.com subscribe to our audio podcast we are on uh fireside.fm spotify Google Podcasts, YouTube, obviously. Wherever you're you're listening to podcasts, you can probably find the audio version. And yeah, we really appreciate it. I'm very grateful and humbled, to be honest with you, uh, that people actually enjoy the podcast. And, And if you like what you hear, hit the like button, leave comments. If you have suggestions, always like just let us know. We'll be glad to answer that. We do involve and engage in the comments, even the weird ones. So... Yeah, Chris is just standing there stoic. Or I don't know what you, you just were like. I'm gonna do this thing and didn't tell me what you were gonna say. So, yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs>